to the turnover. I'm Danny Getz, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Eddie Dick Mountain Finn. <laughs> Dick Mountain. All right. I like that. that. That is a real person's nickname. I didn't just make it up. It's who's, who's Rich Hill. Name? On Players Weekend last year, he wrote Dick Mountain as his Players Weekend nickname on his baseball jersey. <laughs> it was, I loved it. That's great. It, it, it made the whole thing worth it to me. Like I, I, The rest of them are dumb. Usually it's just like... The first syllable of a last name and a Y, we're like Herbsy, like, like whatever. They're all like stupid, but Dick Mountain made it all. I'm right. letting you know what it really was out yeah, here. Dick I, Mountain, come get it. That voice you're hearing, uh, Satoyo, welcome. It's me. Hey, it's the kid. How you doing? I'm happy to be here on the turnover. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Right, we're also joined by Che Guerrero. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, thanks for coming by. So we we like to start. We ask kind of what's what's sports to you. What's your sports story? What got you into sports? Are you still into sports? Did you play? Whatever. Uh, so Toya, we're gonna ask you first. What's sports to you? Sports to me. Uh, I, <laughs> I think it initially it was sort of a way to for my mom to to get me out of the house and make sure I wasn't doing anything I wasn't supposed to be doing. But I so literally just was sort of a, a distraction because I came up as a as an only child, so I was into like pro wrestling yeah. and stuff like that. But you know, I was pretty athletic, so my mom got me into soccer, and I took to soccer really, really quickly and really easily, uh, actually. And I, so I played soccer for a while, like soccer. Uh, my mom's boyfriend at the time, he got me into tennis because I would just watch tennis with him. Are you a good tennis player? boxing. I've never played tennis. Okay. I never want to play I tennis. Lo- I love watching I tennis. I love watching but like- it. It, it's it's one of those sports where it's like I could definitely be good at this, yeah. But I have never actually yes. tried to it be. It is one of the best sor- yeah. sports to watch. So easily, easily. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's too late for me now. I got bad knees and all that stuff. So that will never exciting. Happen. Yeah, I, I love seeing people slide. I I love the U.S. Open because it's I don't even know what the surface is, but it's bright blue. Yeah, it's, like, it's a hard it's a hard court. It just yeah, yeah. Hard court. yeah. So I got into that. Got into boxing. Uh, you know, then did some, you know, did Taekwondo growing up and stuff like that, you know, did competitions with that, started running track, uh, in high school. And then from there, then I just fell into dance. So sports kind of took a back seat from there and it was kind of all dance all the time. Uh, so even now, like it's kind of all dance all the time, but you know, the dance I do is very, very, uh, physically extreme and athletic, but now sports to me, honestly, I look at it like it's, it's a really interesting form of community competition yeah um i, I think that's what it is for a lot of people and it, and it yeah. is and it, and it is regardless of whether people want to admit it or not it is soap opera oh it's it the is, best it is yeah. theater in its in its own way so i gravitate towards basketball mma boxing tennis uh you know football yeah i mean we've had some rocky years uh but yeah those are i think those are the things that i gravitate most to athletically oh, oh and gymnastics actually gymnastics yeah? is the shit Bruh. I, I love did? gymnastics. Yeah. Watch. I hate, I, I I hate the judging uh, and the scoring part yeah. of it, but I love watching them actually do because it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. I, you are you are literally looking at human superheroes in action. It's, it's, it's next level physical feats yes. that they're just like passing off as like no, I just do this. Yeah, yeah. I just do this. Yeah. And then at the same the time, you have to bars. you have to yeah. worry about what happens to them when they're twenty five. You're like, oh yeah. god, I yeah. hope your body can hold up through this intense physical you know, trauma that you're putting it through. But sports to me is, is theater and it's soap opera. Especially NBA Twitter. Oh, God, <laughs> NBA Twitter is oh the most God. dramatic shit ever. I, you ain't never, men, you, you got grown men over there. They're, they pay more attention to what's happening in the NBA than they've ever paid attention to their wife, girlfriend, or side John, ever. NBA this- Twitter, like, around the trade deadline is, like, more dramatic than any episode of General Hospital. Oh, everything matters. Every, every little, like, this, oh, he might have taken a meeting just yep. gets blown up to, like, if he's on this team, this will be the roster, and this yep. is how they're going to be. And, like, 
It's so quick. And, and like, watch and w- to watch people have the breakdowns. It's like you mean to tell me Anthony Davis gonna go after we've invested all this and this nigga gonna break my heart like this and you gonna go to L.A. Way to go there, Anthony. I am not a fan. <laughs> I will never support you with anything you've ever done ever in your life. And I'm like, bro, when your girl left, you were this. Emotional. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, he had Anthony Davis at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, so he he was in that word. Yeah, he had the brow. Yeah. I, I didn't know there was a subgenre of Twitter now, like NBA oh. Twitter. I didn't know. I didn't know. Every, it was there's that like serious. everything. There's like bird Twitter. There's bird yeah. Twitter. There's of course black Twitter. You have white Twitter. Uh, you have women Twitter. And I'm not confusing this. This is when a collective group of people decide to kind of all tweet on the same subject at the same time. It becomes NBA. Because I'm, I'm on my dumb mind. I think I can actually download NBA Twitter hashtag sure. NBA Twitter. I See, I, I have a, such a hard time with it of like finding it. Like I know there's like the hashtag and you can jump to the hashtag, but then there's just those people who are like known from it, so they don't use the hashtag anymore. Yeah. So like that stuff, if it gets like retweeted with the hashtag, you find it, but I don't know how to find the good stuff. Because like those people are out of it. Like they're separated because they just have followers now. Yeah. Especially because of like all the algorithms. Like if you look on like your search thing on Twitter, it'll give you like, oh, you like because you like tweets from like X, Y, and Z. Here's a bunch of like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It'll, oh, it'll they really build it for you. To you, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It'll, yeah. They're it's really like, oh, because you because you liked all these tweets about Ben Simmons. Here's a bunch of Boston fans calling him a coward. <laughs> 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 I love it. That's so awesome. All right, I get it. All right, so Che, what is what is your sports story? What is what is sports to you? You know what's funny? You're talking about that. You're talking about somebody retiring soon, and I don't know how, how – we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll, so we'll jump to that probably right after. My this. thing was, like, I never actually was put in any sports because, like, uh, no money for it. Yeah. So, But I lived in New York City, so I really got into, like, streets. Like, I found street sports to be – like, I play street hockey all the time. Like, I, I became oddly good as, like, the street – games kid like you guys ever play stickball where like yeah. it's literally oh, just yeah. a bottle yep, cap yep, yep. with it i'm hella good at that yeah like i'm really good i, at, like, I was so bad <laughs> yeah i my, 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 my glasses yeah. are way too thick for me to be <laughs> yeah. good at that yeah. my, my grandfather grew up in brooklyn so like he kept trying to get us just yeah. to play that in like our little like cul-de-sac yeah and like every time like some of my friends picked it up like right away and like not not even close. I love like that. I I had I didn't have the hand eye for it, like <laughs> that little one. Ball handball, like you know, especially when you was you know because we was in the hood, you could just play that because it was like a safe game to play. Like yeah, and and honestly, like it was like the parents would support it because they knew where their kids were. It's yeah, like a cluster of children. It's like okay, they're it's the buddy system. I mean, that's yeah, so much that. of what youth sports is anyway. It's mm-hmm. just your parents know where you are. Yeah, like and they, you could become a street legend. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> dude. That's what I loved about I play handball. I was telling you guys, I play handball and I became like good. So I used to be like, am I going to go to 88th Street Park? Am I going to 97? I don't know where I want to, where I want to flaunt today. Yeah. Oh, yo, wow. I would not get off that court because, yeah. you know, it's until you lose. Yes. So it was just me. It'd be like, who's next? Yeah. Who's next? Yo, I, yo, my hands used to be purple yeah. at the end of the day. And I used to be so proud of myself. Of course. Wow. You yeah. yeah, I loved it. You can be like, man, I'm going to go uptown. No, they lay them up there. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you be like, they can't even yeah. play. Nobody play out They don't there. deserve me to yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. But it's great because like, you play handball and there's like, there'll be like, there'll be a, 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 a black dude, there'll be a white dude, there'll be yeah. a girl. You'll be like, whoever, come yeah. on. Whoever wants to play me next. Yeah. You just like, it's, it's it, There really aren't a lot of open to everybody sports. Yeah. Like everybody can play every sport, but usually you can't mix like well, that's the beauty a of lot the of mix. like you can't mix generation, you can't mix gender, you yeah. can't mix like yeah. well that was the beauty of, of of you know street sports or even like recess, right? Yeah. Like recess in school. Like we had this big field mm-hmm. in my uh, elementary and middle school 
So recess, you feel you play football. You know what I'm saying? And literally, there'd be some girls that'd be like, "Yeah, I'm in," and they would yeah. play. And some of them was nice. This girl, Tara Lichtenberg. First of all, <laughs> Tara, I think Tara's like five ten, but she was like five seven then. Like you yeah. know, yeah. What I'm like we're like yeah. like in the sixth seventh grade. She's just tall, and she had a cannon. She had a freaking cannon. And it's like, first of all, try to tackle her. You can't. She's yeah. Like, she's yeah. bigger than all of us. And she's got a rocket. So, like, she's literally, Tara, we'd be like, if you wanted Tara on your team, and we'd be like, yo, Tara, all-time QB. Like, because that was the rule. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All-time yeah, QB. Yeah, <laughs> and literally. I get that. I yep. All, all right. All-time QB. Arm. I got the arm. Yep. Got the, uh, got the arm it, for it. Never got sick of it either. Nope. 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 Never oh, got that's sick the, of it. Oh, that's the never best feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that was good because it was weird. It was one of those weird things like integration. And then well, they'll shut it down because then one time someone did tackle Tara and she was <laughs> fine, but a teacher saw it and it was a wrap. Uh, it was like, yeah. nah. Yeah. I remember t- I grew up playing like Pop Warner. And yeah, yeah. The one team we were playing, they had a girl as a running back and they she was she was fine. She wasn't like better than ever, like whatever. She was just a good running back. But they kept using her because they found the teams were afraid to tackle her. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was one kid on my team who was just like, nah, I'm going to hit her. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> wrecked her she, shit. She came through this, like, beautiful hole. Her line just opened it up for her. And then our linebacker just laid her out. And, like, Ooh. she was fine. She got up and she yeah, kept yeah. playing. But they definitely used her way less. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit. Wow. So was not afraid to hit. And, again, him, him laying her out like that probably let other people know. I can drill this broad. You know what I'm saying? And then it becomes a thing. Yo, we can't. Well, once one does it, yeah. 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 Yo, she signed up for it. It's like it's a weird gray it, area of like, I don't yeah. want to hurt her. Yeah. Because like, that's everything I've is, ever I been taught. Her out. But like, <laughs> she's here. She, she's here. And she's honestly, and she got, she, she's weirdly effective. Yeah. yeah. So she it's is like, effective. So we got to put it yeah. out to her effectiveness. Yes. We, we demolished that team because she was the secret weapon. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, they didn't have any weapon. They had like, nothing. Wow. Then, like, I, all you did was take away, in, in effect, their best player. Yeah. It had, no, it, it, a real, it had nothing to do with the fact she was like a, a woman per se. Yeah. Like, it was she's, like, no, she's your best player as a result. She's what you used to get ahead. We have neutralized that. Yeah. She yeah. Like, she was good. Yeah. Like she, like, like she probably would have, would have been effective with any other weapon on that mm-hmm. team. But like, yeah. When but she was in, she was out. It was that. over. Yeah. That's such an easy one dude was like, wait a minute, I know how to defeat this. Yeah. Yep. Just yeah, be was, a football player. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was the opening drive too. Yeah. Was, I, I played like, uh I played Catholic youth organization soccer <laughs> in middle school. That sounds like the least athletic shit <laughs> you know, I've ever heard. Say, you, that, say that again, Eddie. Catholic please. youth organization. CYO, baby. Like, when, you, yeah. when you say it all out, it sounds so much worse. Because CYO oh, yeah. has like a national like thing. Like yeah. it's following all. Like, we're like, yeah, but I, I like it through CYO. I, <laughs> I want to be as transparent as possible about <laughs> what this league is. It's um, all about honesty. That, that's, <laughs> that's like the, like the lobby who made like the three point line for white people? Like, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian, the yeah, Catholic, please. we need a three point line. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have all these good, you know, Christian all, boys. All Catholic these boys, boys come here play. We need a good line, okay? We're closer <laughs> to God. We're closer. To <laughs> yeah, we. So we, we. I played middle school uh, soccer, and uh, we were in the championship game in fifth grade. Wow. And we had a we had a girl on our team, and the other team uh, was like all dudes, and they made it clear from the beginning. Like, oh, we will like not take it easy yeah. on anyone. So it's yeah. like interesting to hear that like there was even like any hesitancy. Oh yeah, we yeah. we had none, and like our, our <laughs> coaches were like, "What are you gonna do? Just play the game." Yeah, and 
like that that was I mean, the, the one guy maybe took it a little too far yeah he was like he, he was like that like dude. just straight shot level. yeah, yeah. <laughs> also this, like, this was a religious organization yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. actually it makes more sense yeah, than yeah, treat yeah that makes a lot more <laughs> sense like, i'm gonna drill this woman yeah. like it's like it makes a lot of sense <laughs> we won. So Finally had a within yeah. the rules reason to. That's horrible. I just feel your friend going, I'm going to knock her back to home ec. Like, that, <laughs> yeah. Don't do yeah. that. Don't say that. No, nah, she was tough. She uh, she was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yo, Good. There, was, there was one girl. I can't play sports because I give a shit. Like, I don't want to get hit. <laughs> yeah. Right. There was one girl. Oh, that, that's that's me, me now. Let yeah. me tell you now. Talking about real sports. One time at a park, mm-hmm. some kid came from like a D3 school. And in my mind, I was like, this guy's a Division three quarterback. He must suck. He threw that ball at me, and I was like, she hurt. he goes, you don't want it. And I went, fuck no, I don't want it. <laughs> that shit came at like 90 yeah, miles yeah. per hour. Well, who does that? Yeah, You're yeah. all-time QB. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All, that, that's the crazy thing. I, I re- do it. I remember there was this girl that was, her name was Tiffany McBride. And Tiffany was, she was sturdy. And like, she was, she was sturdy. And I remember one time we were playing football out on the field, and I caught the man. I was such a dope wide receiver. My hands was nice, and I was fast. And I, like, honestly, it was, like, nice coverage, whatever. And she was playing safety. Boom, caught the ball. Did not see her coming. Oh, and yeah. let me tell you, she fucking laid me out. <laughs> like, I'm talking, like, hit. And it was, it was such a clean hit. Like, it was like, I caught it. I'm like, God, I'm so nice. Oh, shit. And just was on the ground immediately. And then the nice thing ever, she was such a nice girl. I saw him getting wrecked, and all the boys were like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I feel like they didn't give me enough credit because I held on to the ball. Well, that's what matters, she, yeah. She wrecked me. And everyone was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then she was like, she literally came over, stuck her hand down. She's like, hey, are you okay? And I remember being like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. What a sweetheart. I I yeah, I was like, I don't need, initially, I was like, I don't really need. Yeah, actually, please help me up. I don't know if my knee's good. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is actually too sports related, but I was beat up by a female boxer once. Does that oh, count as sports, yeah. sports, sports related? That's how you get strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what happened? So this was she was a, a street boxer. So she started off doing the streets like yeah. the girl from money, and then she actually wound up like trying to go for Golden Glove. Yeah. So we were friends, and uh, I was dating a girl, and the girl started like her and I broke up, and then in order to get back to me, she told my boxer friend that I had said something about her that wasn't true, right? So then I'm in school, you know, in the hood, you're in that hallway where everybody's at, and I see Samantha, my friend, I go, Sam, what's up? And she does the international, I'm going to fuck you up, which is she threw her book bag on the floor. (laughs) And and everybody was like, fight! And I was like, is it? (laughs) Yo, she squared up so fast, and I've never fought in my life, that there were black kids going, hands up, hands up. And I was like, hands up, and she came, whack! Left, right, on the floor, and they, one guy was like, "Hey, man, are you respecting her, or you just don't know how to fight?" Man? And I was like, "I don't know." How did to you fight. E- did you even try to like block at all? I knew nothing about fighting. When she came down up, like, dude, she got me temple jaw, and I went down. And I was like, "Who does that? Who has moves yeah, like that?" That's nuts. My man went short circuited. <laughs> I was like, "Who? What now?" Let me I tell feel you, like she, you're reliving it right now. She rocked me. <laughs> yeah. Rocked me. I laid out. I didn't come back to school for two days. But what I found out was that I was such a nice guy, such a sweetheart, that mad girls caught her in the bathroom and fucked her up. 
Wow. Because Whoa. they were like, Jay didn't say that about you. Yeah. You you over you got you heard a lie and then you beat up someone. Yeah. That's not right. That's crazy. And then Matt wow. was wanting to date me nice. because I'm easy to beat up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. I got a lot of girls in high school after that. It was a weird <laughs> silver lining. I'm not trying wait, to make better of it, but nah, it was well, they know you're safe. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you and Sam ever make up? It was it was very weird. Like I told it, her, look, it's okay. Like I didn't press any charges. My family yeah. went. I was like, it's fine. Like yeah. you heard, Brenda was crazy. She yeah. lied. I get it. But after that, I was like, nah. Yeah. Like, she has a kid now. She stopped boxing. She, yeah. She's doing very well for herself. I'm very proud of her. But nah, I'm like, no, yeah, one of those. It is weird nah, though. You came I'm hard, man. I remember. I remember <laughs> for a while there from uh, Taekwondo, and I stopped when I was a teenager because my mom wanted me to pay for that shit, and I was like, no. And then I started getting into like Muay Thai and then and then uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for like a year. And I liked it a lot, but then you go, I would be, I would work the bag. I'd like to go work the bag. I don't want no contact. I'm like 19 at this point. I don't want no contact. I'm, not, yeah. I'm dancing. Like, I'm beautiful. Don't please. Don't <laughs> yeah. And then it's weird. And then you have like these weird, swole, East African niggas talking about some. Do you want to? You think we need? We we fight. We go around. So I'm like, nah, because like they're chiseled out of granite. You know what I'm saying? One dude was named Hulk. And he was like, yo, <laughs> let's go. You want to move? They call it moving. You want to move? move. I'm like, I'm not going to move with you. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not about, because literally I was like, I realized, oh, for y'all, I look, I'm good. Like for a dude, for, 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 for someone who doesn't fight, I fight very well. Okay. But amongst fighters, I don't fight at all, yeah. right? So I'm like, oh, fuck, you, uh, I'm good enough to victimize. <laughs> like, yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's good. But, so now I will pound him. And we'll record it. And we'll put this shit. Like I was like, no, there's no fucking way. Because yeah. I see what you guys fucking do. And honestly, one of them was like wearing like leopard print shorts. I'm not fighting you, no, no, motherfucker. No. You crazy? Don't go near that. Yeah, you about to <laughs> you about to hurt me. You about to do real serious damage to me. Yeah, well, I just want to hit this bag. I'm those those are confidence way. shorts. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they were leopard print shorts, and honestly, it went like. They didn't. They didn't go below the knee, so he's nah. very proud of his of his quads. It was, he, for good reason. I'm like, nah, you about to you about to hurt me, dog. I don't want that. Yeah. What? So when you were fighting, did you do like more stand up or the like MMA like floor fighting? Interestingly shit? enough, I was actually better at Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I was pretty good like with boxing and like Muay Thai and stuff. But with uh with the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because I like I was very patient and I was also pretty like quick. Uh, that I would always roll with guys who were way bigger than me. So if I was at the time, I was like 130, 130 pounds. So if I rolled with people my size, I'm tapping them really quickly. So, so what is what is the difference between Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and like what you were doing before? Okay, so like so Taekwondo is mostly stand up. It mostly deals with a lot of it's mostly points based. So it's like a lot of kicks. Okay, a lot of forms of learning how to kick. You're pretty flexible. Um, not really a lot with hands, but you do read like. You are able to sort of learn how the body moves in that when someone does something, you react accordingly because you can see it happen before yeah. they actually even do it. So if someone would move their shoulders, you knew what type of punch they were going to throw um, and stuff like that. So I was pretty good with that. Uh, I was quite good with Taekwondo. But realistically, it's like I was like I grew up and then it's like, oh, this isn't really functional in any real way mm. aside from learning how to throw really cool kicks. Yeah. So actually like boxing is actually much, much better because it just deals with the science of defense and countering. Yeah. So so I you know took to that relatively relatively well and liked it a whole lot. Didn't like getting hit. So that was a, a yeah. Really I, big I've I've done like boxing yeah. training before. Yeah. And like I was never gonna fight anybody because like you know, it was uh, Ben Fiddler who's yeah. like twice the size of me. Yeah. And like we were training together and I was never gonna fight him because he would have rocked me yeah. at any stage. Yeah. 
So like, but it was important. It, the, the training was great. It the felt like it, I was getting connected. It's yeah. very Boxers important. Boxers hit hard. Yeah, it's very Trust important me. to learn how to throw a punch and also have good defense at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I really appreciate. I appreciate the fact of actually, okay, being reactionary, but also being defensive at the same time. Yeah. So it's like when you throw a punch, you got to have a hand up. You got to do this thing. You know, like when you throw this Life type of lessons, punch. lessons, man. Well, yeah. So and, and it, it was that type of monotonous thing, doing it over and over and over again. It became almost instinctual, but with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, what I liked is it would it could end a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if you're sparring, you're still in there for like – people don't understand it because especially with that, they'd have you spar for two minutes, not three minutes. Okay. And even that was two minutes. It's a long time to be in there when, when someone's kind of like applying pressure to you in that – if they hit you or you hit them, they're kind of like – it's not like hitting you like I'm going to hurt you. They're hitting you like, why would I hit you? Be careful. Like it's yeah. like that whole – but even then, you're moving. You're doing all this. You're moving and, and throwing shots or evading shots. It takes a lot of energy. Whereas with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I could roll with someone and literally in some cases, I'd have a dude out of there in 30 seconds. That's because awesome. Because it's really, really quick. But then what would happen is I'd have to roll with bigger guys. Yeah. There's like you're tapping out everyone that you're with and rolling with those bigger guys – some, if the guy was big and moderately knew what they were doing, I was done for because I just couldn't keep them off of me. Oh, yeah. Like their weight would just sort of be too much. So that was kind of good in, in that it was humbling because the act of like sports can be humbling, but I think especially uh, combat sports is incredibly humbling. Oh, like, yeah, because you're getting your yeah. ass you're getting, kicked. You're getting roughed up and you immediately get to see where you are on the food chain immediately. So it's like, oh man, I think I'm pretty nice with this. But then when the dude Hulk is like, you want to move? I don't want to move with you. Yeah. You, you are a man. You want to move away from Hulk. Yeah. yeah fuck like, that. Yeah, you are a man. And then some. there'd be times I'd be rolling with the person and I'm like, I got to get lucky. Yeah. Or nothing's, go- or there's just no way out of this. So how, so what would happen is I'd roll with these guys and it'd go on hella long because I had good defense. But if I tired out, I'd be like, yeah. They, uh, so how do I? <laughs> I don't want to give up, but they're like, "I got you," and I'm like, "I, oh, I'm, yeah, oh, you do." <laughs> you know? But there probably isn't another sport that is humbling in that way, because mm-hmm. like team sports, you're like, "Well, we all did this." You're still, yeah. you still yes. have that. But then like tennis, if you lost, you'd be like, "Yeah, whatever, just a bad day." It's but a like, bad day, but you out here getting, you out here get, you are out here getting tapped or getting, uh, or getting submitted or passing out. You are out here being physically. Uh, bested. Yeah. yeah. On, on a, on a it, very, is, it is one-on-one. Yeah. Like, in a very intimate, intimate level. Yeah. I always feel bad whenever there's a boxing match and the guy who loses, he got to go hug his girlfriend and she's like, damn, you just got beat up. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's just like, yo, you, like, like, that's so psychotic. Yeah. Me. I'm sorry. She, like, she's the successful version of every boxer girlfriend who's like, I told you so. Yeah. I told you so. Yeah, she was right. There is, there is, there is some shit that, yes, that shit's kind of traumatic. I watched this fight there's two fights of so this one gentleman who was kind of like a club fighter who's really good who got a shot at the world title and he won i believe this was the super lightweight title that he won i can't remember the general's name unfortunately and he won it was kind of like this cinderella story he's world champion he had a good record i mean he's like 24 and 0 maybe 24 and 1 he had a good good record but no one ever saw him getting to that level and he gets to that level and he's like the pride of his hometown and all this other stuff his next fight, he's in a war with this other very talented guy. And at the 11th round, he's getting beat up. Like, the wow. dream is over. It's done. Cinderella Man is done. His first title defense. And the referee calls the fight. And then you, it pans over to the now ex-champion's wife and three kids. Oh, and man. they are devastated. Not for the fact that he lost, but the fact that he was being physically punished. 
and the look on that wife's face, like it was a complete and utter dread. These three boys are like shocked that their dad, they've never probably never seen their dad like this. And I was, it made me emotional. I'm like, oh my God, she's probably going to talk to him after this and be like, how much longer are you going to do this year? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, cause yeah. that takes a toll on the entire family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all fun and games. When that's like, brutal. Yeah. It's yeah. all fun and games when that fighter's winning and knocking him out and everything. It's a whole nother thing when you are being victimized yeah. and your family has to see it because then they got to go home with you. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's you know? seeing it. And they got to deal with like, if you get concussion, uh-huh. if yeah. you like... You know, and those types stitches, of sports, yeah, those types of sports are incredibly shit. dangerous because yeah. every fight, you're, every fight that you have, when you get out of there, you've left something in that ring. Oh yeah. So there's, there's some sort of degradation every yeah. time that you're decaying at a yeah. at an incredibly rapid level. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's that's actually like one of the godsends to me. Like like I'm glad I kind of didn't play sports because yeah. I'm 31 and my knees are great. Yeah. Like I'll be yeah. really like I just, some some of these athletes like I've had four knee surgeries. I'm just like. Oh my! I thank you for doing that. I, lo- mm-hmm. I loved watching you play. Yep. But you could have been an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, this is a perfect like thing, bringing up like Andrew Luck just yep. announced his retirement yep. last night. He's, he's twenty nine. Yeah. yeah. Twenty nine. Seven years in the league. That's it. So yeah, he's it, missed like twenty six games. Yeah, like, he, total, he missed the whole season. Like, yeah. Let me, yeah. Let me tell you something about this man. Because one, I think that the people of Indianapolis are going to look back at shame and them booing him the way that they did. Oh, that was that was embarrassing. That was, but that that shows you the fragility of the sports fan, right? Yeah. Because that guy was a fucking tank. I mean, what other guy do you know? Because, again, people forget, like, Andrew Luck was incredibly good. If yeah. you look at his stats. Like a top five quarterback. Yes, easily. Yeah. With no O-line. This wasn't like Peyton Manning when he was playing for the Colts, that he had two number one draft pick wide receivers. He had a crazy defense that could stop anyone. Yeah. Andrew Luck had none of that. He had yeah. no O-line. He had really no star wideouts to speak of whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The defense was, was this at best all the time. So, literally – he was getting them into when, when you saw him like a game away from the AFC championship or fighting to get a playoff spot or whatever else. That was him willing that team while getting wrecked. Oh, yeah. Regularly. And, yeah. The, and at the same time, people, people like he was only 29. Like, look at the abuse he took. That's a 29 year old dude going on 50 because he yeah. had a calf injury that became an ankle injury after all the other injuries he had, the shoulder shit and everything. And it was like the body just said, nah. Yeah, he, yeah. Wasn't, he wasn't being protected. He wasn't, well, no, oh, no. very Not bad. Attacks. Yeah. Very bad. Lot, dude, he was getting Sorry. destroyed. Like, like the hits that they were put on, the, the concussions, they put the hurt on this man because, like, literally, it was one of those things where that, that I think the Colts thought, we have a superstar, all-time great quarterback, so we don't need to build anything around him. Oh, they, 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 they definitely – Failed him on that, yeah. yeah. And like, I, I don't, I don't necessarily ag- agree that he's like one of the better quarterbacks. Like, he's, he, he is, I think, by default almost because there's not a lot of great quarterbacks sure. happening right now. But like, it's still like he is the only thing on that team. His stats, his stats after seven years are wildly impressive. And I hate to say that because then it becomes like, oh, he's just kind of like a stat QB. But his stats had to be so ridiculous for them to be in the hunt. Yeah, like it. Li- he literally. I mean, I'm sorry. He was. I'm like, oh, you was doing LeBron James type stuff in certain instances, especially with the Cavs. Oh, his. You had to put up these crazy, almost ridiculous type of numbers or feats sometimes to get you guys in position to either win or lose by a little. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying like, yeah, that's crazy. That's even crazy. after his injuries, like he missed the whole what 2017 he yep, missed, 2017, and then like, and then he had comeback of the yeah, year. 2018 and his was like one of his best years, right? I think it was the year, bro. he only had like one year better than what his 2018 year was yep. after 
like like awful injuries. Yeah, and so I think when you look at a guy, and again, uh, Ryan Clark was talking about this, and Ryan Clark used to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really, really, he was a safety, I believe. So he was a he was one of the herders. Like he's one of the herders, and he was like, I went through that same thing. He's like, I lost my gallbladder, I lost my spleen, I dropped to 160 pounds, I was gaining all this weight back, and my mind was telling me you can do it. But my body was actively being like, we are done. Yeah. We yeah. are finished. And with that type of a contact sport, when the body's done, the body is done. Like you only have – they call it like uh, – in dance anyway, they call it you know, like your bump card. You know, in pro wrestling, they call it your bump card. Yeah. You only like, – every time you do that, that's one less time you're going to be able to do that. So even yeah. when I go to like go to dance practice or something and I do a move that I haven't done in years and I'm like, oh, I can still do that. I'm like, yeah, but that's one less time you're going to do that. Yeah. Because realistically, it's like – I can now feel it. Like, whereas before I didn't feel anything, I can now feel it. And there'd be like, I've got some homies of mine that are amazing dancers, exceptional dancers, some of the best dancers that I've ever seen. And they don't dance anymore because it hurts too much. Yeah. They love it. But it's like, because the pain starts to become psychologically really, really damaging. That's what yeah. makes me like, nervous you, about uh, Darren Sproles yeah. wanting to do this again. Yeah. Like, why? His injuries have not just been like, oh, a minor tweak and you miss a couple games. Like, they've been. Like really bad, bad injuries, ones, you know? and he's like, "No, I got to do another year." Like, why? Yeah. I I get like you didn't win the Super Bowl, but you got a ring. You were on a championship yeah. team. Like, what more do you need? Yeah. They just want to play. They just want to play. Like, play. you look at like Carmelo just took a deal in China for a year. Yeah, yep. he just like fucking wanted to play. Well, because real, and it makes sense in that when this is all you've done for your entire life. Oh yeah, this is your identity to stop. Is that creates an ill identity crisis? So it becomes one of those things, especially for a guy like Carmelo or whatever, or even Darren Sproles. It's like that. This is all they know. So being at the house and having to do other stuff, I ain't never done other stuff. I've been doing this since I was eight. Like I don't have other stuff. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't have stuff. <laughs> I, th- I think that's what I find so impressive with like LeBron, yeah. where like his other stuff has already started. And, that, he, like yeah, he won't he, have a weird transition. He'll just oh, keep. He has. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he'll he's just good. keep doing TV what shows, he's already doing. People don't people don't understand. And then to that end, um, I need you motherfuckers to put respect on LeBron James's fucking name. That's why. That's why I need from some of you. I think we all need to acknowledge, especially with LeBron James, feel however you want to feel about him. If you don't like him, that's I mean, to me personally, like that's your prerogative. I also think that's kind of weird on your end because you've never seen anything like him on the basketball court. You've never and I'll just say the basketball court. I will relegate it to that. You have never seen anything like him on the mm-hmm. basketball court. You may have seen iterations. You may have seen a Larry Bird or a Magic Johnson or something like that. Ain't LeBron or even a Jordan. Ain't LeBron. Ain't LeBron. How is it tank that fast? Mm-hmm. How does it yeah. take that fast, that adjustable? Can, how, how are you so good at scoring, but your passing is even better? How is it so that you are able to literally do some shit like coaching on the floor? Oh, yeah. Getting yourself two championships. It wasn't Teron Lou. <laughs> no, it was yeah. not Teron Lou that did that. It was LeBron James who did that, and you beat the greatest regular season team of all time. And realistically, you've been the best player in the world, aside from aside from this year when we all have to agree that it was it, that it was it was the claw. But that LeBron wasn't playing. But you've been you were the best player in the world for ten years. Oh, like, every every year that he didn't win MVP was just because like they felt bad. Yeah, and they felt to they it had to give else. it to someone like, else when he was objectively the best player. Even look at the finals where uh, what he he lost uh, when Cleveland when he came back that first year lost to Golden State and they win and then he loses he, again. He, 
someone like could have still voted him Finals MVP. Yeah, totally. Even the year that they brought Kevin Durant in, where there was just too much for LeBron James with no Kevin Love. Yeah. With the with a Kyrie that is disengaged from the entire process, <laughs> LeBron James was still the best player on the floor. He's yeah. done this multiple times. And then people want to sit there and tell me, and listen, people have their uh, their affinity with Jordan. I totally get it because I was around when Jordan was playing. It was amazing. I didn't see no shit like that at the time. Also, I'm not going to sit there and act like Jordan was playing against the same quality of players that LeBron James is, is, is was playing against. That's disingenuous. There's that one like infamous Twitter thread of like just – Jordan posting up all these like goofy looking white guys, yeah, just, schooling just like them. yeah, like look at this plumber. Yeah, <laughs> look at this. that is hilarious. Yes, that he was in a very transitional point in the league. Yes, where it was still a lot of we want our Boston was still very white. Boston was yeah. still yeah. very white. Yo, what was my my man? My man Chris Mullins. <laughs> you had you had like Bill like, Lambeer. Bill Lambeer. Chris Mullins, great shooter. Bill Lambeer, great defensive player and uh, and, and, and and serial batter. Uh, but like all these dudes. But they, what you gonna do? Ke- LeBron James is playing against Kevin Durant, James Harden, the height like, of black excellence like, in NBA. You know Are you saying? kidding me? Giannis, Giannis is seven foot tall and has like as a, a seven like as a six. Wins Jordan didn't even versus Yao Ming. Yeah, it's like Jordan never had to deal with these guys. You know who Jordan? Jordan didn't. If you if people really, look, Jordan really didn't have to deal with Hakeem Olajuwon all like that. Like not really. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, and the thing that people, and I'm not trying to advance the discussion because whenever you talk about LeBron, people are going to talk about. Michael Jordan, and that is partially LeBron's fault. I can I can admit that because he came in with that. He said, "I am the king. I am the next one." He took the number. Oh, I yeah. totally he, I totally get that. So he's he got to own. It. He's got to own some of that. Having said that, people also like to talk about LeBron in the context of look at how he never in the games that he didn't show up in the games that he didn't. I'm like, yo, bruh, Jordan was getting destroyed by the Boston Celtics and the Detroit Pistons. For years, like getting oh those wrecked. Pistons years because that team was so rough he they, couldn't play rough. They beat him up. I'm telling you, they beat him up. They battered him. They dominated that man. And then oh, Scottie Pippen. <laughs> oh, he starts going to the gym more and puts on a little bit more mass. Oh, he starts getting some more help around. And all of a sudden, all these players get old. Isaiah Thomas's ankles start going. Magic Johnson gets old. Larry Bird has a terrible back finally. So, yeah, I've been wrecking this dude forever, but guess what? I've been winning forever. I'm old now, so my body breaks down. All of a sudden, you see the ascension of Michael Jordan. It's not like he was beating these people at their best. Let's stop being disingenuous about this. He was not. He was not doing that at all. Also, he got his father killed because he couldn't manage his gambling debt. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Magic doesn't got more than just old. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> that, that is my favorite conspiracy yeah. theory. Oh, it's real. It's all, real. Let's yeah. not be oh, mistaken. Yeah. You guys can feel however you want to feel about like people have this feeling they don't like LeBron James. I'm like, man, you don't like him because he seems like a solid dude. Meanwhile, Michael Jordan Jordan is a hideous person. Hideous. Oh, uh, I don't person. like LeBron James because he opened up a school for yeah. underprivileged yeah. kids. Yeah, he op- yeah, exactly. He opened up a school for underprivileged children, and it actually, uh, he paid for all of his boys' college tuition so that they could get like proper degrees and educations. And now they all work with him in this empire that he has built. And look at what he has done for the city of Akron. Oh yeah, we don't like LeBron. I don't know how much the person who talked to me about this actually knew his facts. But I told him that I'm actually like well, I want to do like a, maybe like a documentary or like a mini thing on the effect that Jordans have had in the hood with the murders and the fact that he tries to like like I'm a black icon but you, you've caused a lot of damage with the kids. I want to do documentary and he goes, 
yeah, that's not going to be allowed. He doesn't like any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. He uh, like being out there. He doesn't want well, any he doesn't I mean, comment on it. Yeah. Jordan like, Jordan very specifically said that like Republicans, Republicans buy shoes buy too. Shoes too. Yeah. Like that's why he, that's why he, he that's he's, why the he's, price of the brick is always what it is. And when I say the brick, I mean his shoes. Republican in in, the, in that Yeah, he refuses to take a stance on no, anything. anything cuz it's not a, yeah. it's not about that for him and that's fine. He's a capitalist. Oh yeah, be be a, a businessman, yeah. but like I'm not going to pretend that makes you a good person. Exactly. Yeah. So like honestly, look, you look at the Jordans and I've never owned a pair of J's ever in my life. I'm actually very proud of that because, one, I would never pay that fucking <laughs> much money on shoes ever. I would never do not it. part of the problem. Uh, no, it's okay. No, look, I'm not saying they not fly. I'm not saying that I've seen homies wear Jordans. Oh, like, there are definitely things. some that are ugly as yeah. hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That are, like, dumb. the There's most coveted dumb. ones. If anybody like, has a Royal Blue 13, I've been wanting them since I was <laughs> 10. So if you got the Royal Blue 13s, I will love you forever. I was, I was at the Nike outlet in uh, Atlantic City a couple uh, of weeks ago, and they had these, like, Jordans that had, like, a velvet, like, feel to it. Yeah. Like, on the outside. Not even, like, a velvet, like, insole or anything. Yeah. It was so How weird. How much were they? They were at least, even at an outlet, they were like 120. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Wow. Fuck that guy. No, I, I, I mean, want the the Starberries. Get the like the five dollar shoes that everyone can buy that oh, also yeah, kind of look cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and honestly, like it's like yo, like imagine being a kid who wants to buy those shoes. The type of especially if you come from a downtrodden area, the type of stress that would put on a, you know a family. It's like yo, that's a lot of money for a shoe. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I like, if a grown man wants to buy that, yo, do as you will. One of my homies, Steve Hicks. We used to actually play ball. It actually, was uh was in D League for a while, but you know there was no need for like a six one point guard back then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, still isn't. Still isn't really. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, Chris Paul is a shining example of that. Now we're seeing his the fact that he's not needed or necessary. Um, but you know he buys Jordans like they ain't nothing. But at the same time, I get it. He came up in that. And he's got the money to do it. So it's like, yeah, you're going to do it and you're going to want it. because Listen, if you have extra money, you're going to want to put it somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, whatever. You're going to buy your Jordans and buy your stuff like that. But it's always interesting to me when I hear this conversation of Michael versus LeBron. People will grasp at anything because literally LeBron's done things quicker in some respects. Jordan's done other things quicker in some respects. And I always just find it very, very illuminating that when people start to bring up the stats and, and the figures and what he's done and the teams that he's done it against, people always go to, yeah, man, but when you play with LeBron, like, it's kind of like a toxic environment, and he's kind of like this and that. He gets coaches fired. One, that's not true. Well, that, that's two, what David two, Gilbert just said. Two, yeah, it's, it's a lie, number one. Two, Jordan punched his teammates in the face, us uh, harassed them constantly. Like, honestly, you know, uh, what's his name? Robert Parrish. He was getting on Robert Parrish when Parrish was there for a little bit. Parrish was like, yo, if you want to do it, we can do it. And Jordan didn't want no smoke. <laughs> Jordan didn't want no problems. Jordan <laughs> didn't want problems with Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish would eat that man for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Whereas, unfortunately, there is the culture where LeBron gets all the praise if something goes well. But people forget that when things don't go well, it's all LeBron's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Him getting hurt this past year was LeBron's fault. <laughs> him, it him, wasn't Magic Johnson's fault for no. putting uh, a roster together that had no shooting. Nothing. Nothing. And even then, LeBron was playing out this world. They were fourth in the Western Conference before he went down. So yeah. they were going to make the playoffs in all likelihood. And that's the first time that guy's actually ever been hurt like that. Sit in his whole career like that. And even then, he came back early. Yeah, we, they, he had him so far up that like 
they didn't drop out until they were, like close to the end. Yes. They were like fourth, right? Yeah, they yeah. were fourth when he dropped out. And I'm like, imagine he's got. So he went to an even. So he went to a worse team. He left Cleveland to go to a worse team, and then got that team to fourth. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then he goes down with the injury. That's the impact of this man. Yeah. This man being like, it, it's the historical impact of when he's on your team, you go to the finals. That's yeah. crazy. Eight Who straight else? years. Yeah. Wait, they went Who to the finals. L.A. No, 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 they didn't. No. He got hurt, yeah, he, but, but, but he, he had four four straight years uh, in uh, Miami. Miami. Yeah. One then, one two two rings there. Four he had, uh, and then he went to Cleveland four straight, uh, all against the Warriors. All against the yeah. Warriors. All got the Warriors, got yeah. a one, got one one got a one out of the greatest regular season basketball team of all times <laughs> to the point that Kevin Durant said, "I'm gonna go Golden State and make it impossible because I'm so desperate to win a ring because since LeBron James exists, I can't win." What do I do? I got to go to the best team that's ever been produced, and we'll just overwhelm him, which they did. Which they did. Yeah. And even then, he was still the most effective basketball player on the court. What do you want? What do you want from this man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the second time, they almost stole that game, and J.R. Smith And J.R. Smith yeah. was doing Henny last night. I mean, night. they probably would have lost that, that series they, the same I, way. I think they would have taken him to six, at least. Because that was that, – that actually, Oh, it's that, demoralizing. That, that broke him. To lose that way. That broke him. Yeah. That was it. It was done after that because they played so tight. That broke that team. That was the most demoralizing thing I've ever seen yeah. in an NBA Finals game. Like, Imagine um, – um, then I was like, man, like, Jr. <laughs> he don't got enough sorries to give to where LeBron yeah. – LeBron, LeBron probably was like, you know what, it's fine, it's cool, it's whatever. But that relationship different now. <laughs> it's I mean, like – I, I, I get leaving the team after that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, That's his version I'm, of being punched in the hallway. You know, yeah. after that, we're yeah. not friends anymore. Yeah, you know what, it's different now. It's different You're now. like, put your shirt on, Jr. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, think, I think that when you look back, it's like – People talk about Oscar Robinson, and they talk about Bill Russell, and they talk about Will Chamberlain, rightfully so. They talk about Magic Johnson, rightfully so. They talk about Larry Bird, rightfully so. They talk about Jordan, rightfully so. It's one of those things like y'all not going to appreciate. And again, here's the reality. They talk about Kobe, but not really. Um, <laughs> Kobe, but, but, Kobe yeah, is like tired and the name was gone. I he's like, like nothing to me. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe's only talked about by Lakers. Fans. Yeah, he's only talked about by Lakers fans because the reality of it is Kobe Bryant was like the Brett Favre of basketball in that you've never seen anyone take as as many awful shots. As many awful shots, and people got to remember, he was bad for a long time. Like people don't don't want to acknowledge the fact that part of the reason for the Lakers de- decline is Kobe Bryant. Oh, it's it's ego moves yeah. of like I'm not taking less time yep. and just being way way worse. And people like, got to people got to acknowledge this fact, man. When you look back at Kobe when he was the best player in the league, uh, wasn't too much going on in that league. When, and then, when he was the best player in the league, Shaq was actually the best player. Yeah, Sha- in the yeah. literally Shaq was the best player in the league. <laughs> Shaq might be the best player I've ever seen play basketball. Well, <laughs> like, no, and people forget that. An, it's, unmotiv- it's, an unmotivated Shaq still got four rings, dude. Yeah, That's it's a, he, it's a positional thing, like I think. Yeah. Like, it's like center over forward if you're going to go him and LeBron, that whole deal. But like... Yeah, I, I've never seen someone dominate their position like he the did. way Shaq does. Do you? Yeah. They had to, he changed the game. And he's you also gotta, the best. Yeah, yeah. he's he got to reinforce. He would talk shit like it was not. He was he was so good. He was so good for the game. And Kobe couldn't stand that. Uh, and Kobe kind of knew that and just couldn't stand it. But at the same time, like people don't really talk about Kobe like that because he wasn't that type of player. He was a Jordan clone, <laughs> Oscar who, winner Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he best uh you know best uh was best interpretation of another man's life. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but yeah, so like, but when you look at a, a when you look at a LeBron James when he is gone. You will. I know that a lot of you are. You're. You're. you're you don't want to do it. 
but you will look back in awe, actually, of what you've seen, the consistency. Game in, game out. I mean, his last year in Cleveland, folks, he played every single game, almost every minute of every game to will that team that might have been eighth, an eighth seed without him, into the fucking finals. No, without without him, they don't make it. They're not a playoff team. They They, don't get, yeah. They... Barely made it to the fourth seed with him when, playing every When game. your second best player is Anderson Varejo. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Oh, oh so we're talking about the first the talk, first time. I thought you meant no, like the, I'm talking yeah. about the last time. Oh, last time. Okay. Last he may year. still have been there. Yeah, he's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. fucking, like, you've you got to understand that willing that team to the finals, to the finals where he dominates Toronto, dominates them. They call It's Loronto. Don't think, I don't forget. I'm from Ohio. We forget nothing. Okay? <laughs> we forget nothing. I'm from Ohio. I'm a Virgo. I'm very petty. I can hold on to everything forever. So, like, literally, you're going to look back and you're going to marvel, and then people are like, who's the new best? And there will be a new best. You'll be like, yeah, but that wasn't LeBron. I'm, not, just- I'm not ready for that world. Like, yeah. in, in the way that, like, I'm not going to know what to do with tennis when Federer actually stops. Sure. I'm not going to know like, what to do with tennis when Federer stops and Serena stops. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that's, like, that's been 20 years. Yeah, it's been so much of my sports watching history is just it, watching them be the best. And also not It kind of felt like that for me. Sorry. It kind of felt like that when we were boxing, you know, yeah. like when Mayweather and, like, the, there was, like, a while that I was watching boxing a lot, you know, Spanish. Yeah. And it was, like, like you know, De La Hoya was, yeah. like, Tito Trinidad. was, like, all these good yeah. people. And then it's all of a sudden, like, They're I don't gone. care about the lead anymore yeah. like i wonder if that's gonna happen with like at some point everybody no, no, like, well, i mean it's like it. how interest with golf just totally like flatlined when tiger fell off yeah yeah, yeah it really did yeah and, yeah and that's why literally when tiger Mainstream, won again yeah when tiger won again there was like this resurgence oh yeah, yeah. That, like, oh my god it's that like, weekend had the best rating like the, the, the you can see the spike of yeah. like thursday to sunday like he was in it every su- like sunday was being watched because wow. you like, do have those transcendent talents also people don't give lebron enough credit that like He's created a culture where the players have more. He's helped create a culture, let, let me say, where players have more of a say about what happens oh, to them yeah. and why it happens to them. Whereas, like, they're not just cattle. It's not just a league where a bunch of white dudes tell a bunch of black dudes what to do and where to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, not that same way anymore. From the, the fan side of wanting to see teams for longer and, like, see teams get built, it's kind of disappointing. But, like, there's – like, it's hard to complain about, like – Oh, he wants to go there. He's gonna go there. Exactly. Like, so it's like you can be a fan and be like, "Here's how I like my game." These players are still people too. Yeah. Like they're not your cattle to then move around how you want that, and you think they should do this. They gotta. They have their own lives. They They've got to do their families. own things. They got families. They've got shit. They gotta take care of. So in a communities and schools they want to open without yeah. extra cash. Right. Yeah. Cartoons they want to make. The yeah. LeBron's yeah. is the best cartoon I've ever what seen. What is the LeBron? The LeBron's. Yeah. I've never it's, seen that. Yeah. It's Four different versions of LeBron. It's old man LeBron, businessman LeBron, actual LeBron, and kid LeBron. And then they also have a lion. And then <laughs> they just all interact and go about their day. It's like Where is it, this on? It was a YouTube show. Yeah, there was like six episodes. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you can look it up. Yeah, it's, it's, it up. it's real, like, real cool. <laughs> I, like, awesome. it's, I, I love like vanity cartoons. Of, like there was like a Jackson 5 cartoon. Yes. Like, all that yeah. stuff. I love those I like Mike weird Tyson. things. Yeah, the yeah. Mike Tyson yeah. Mystery, <laughs> mystery team or whatever. That shit yeah. is crazy. Funny. Like, yeah. I, I love that type of thing of just like, oh, this is a real person, but we're going to make a weird That's cartoon hilarious. to like go about their lives. And like that one is actually really good in a weird like cartoon way. Like they're just interacting with a lion every episode. There, there, there is a thing in that, you know, when LeBron hangs it up, 
there there is they will see a decline in interest. That's just going to happen because he's been the face of the league for so long, and he has been that type of. You've never seen. I've never seen a dude do more with three championship rings. Actually, yeah. like it's like with it's those, surprising that he doesn't have more. Yeah, it is. It definitely it, it is. To, it, it, it definitely is. I mean, he's had eight opportunities. I think that he should have got that first one against uh, uh, when he went to Miami. They should have got that. They 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 didn't show up and they just got to own that and take that. He should at least have four. Nah, he's had, he's had nine opportunities. Nine opportunities. There's that right. one. Yeah. That yeah. one in Cleveland yeah. where yep. it was like, what against the Spurs? Yeah. And they just pop. Just yeah, Kawhi's out, last one. Yeah. Outsmarted him. Outsmarted him. Got it. Yeah. When, when one of the greatest coaches of all times with a phenomenal team, that's a workman team goes up against that guy. It's like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to get him. Um, but so I always love about the Spurs. Yeah. But <laughs> they've always been that old classic, like, like, Pass a lot. Yeah. Like no, no real ego in that. They, they haven't missed the playoffs in 20 years. Yeah, maybe. I think it was, like yeah. they tanked that one year. Yep. They got Duncan, yep. the number one pick. And then like and then since they got then. A ring. David Robinson tapped out. I got my ring. I'm out. Like <laughs> Tim Duncan yeah. retired. Yep. And they still made the playoffs with Kawhi playing like eight games. Eight games. Wow. And then Kawhi wasn't even there. They still were effective this year. It's good, fundamental no star, no name. Like oh, there's basketball. there's no they're, reason that they should have done anything. Their best yeah. players are Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, and you Aldridge, don't know who Aldridge they are. A good one. You yeah. have never heard. They just sound like fancy nigga names. You don't even yeah. know who. Yeah. I was like, ooh, they sound nice, like yeah. snacks. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I remember Demar Derozan is like the best name. It just feels what is that? Fun. Is it Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan, yeah, Demar DeRozan doesn't like a like, wine. It, it just feels like yeah. Yeah, Demar Derozan. Yeah, but if you're if you're not actively trying to talk, that's just what comes out. He is one of those guys that was just actively like terrorized by. LeBron in the totally. East for years. Oh, for yeah. Years. I, mean, I mean, those again, Toronto teams got people, wrecked by LeBron. People have nightmares about LeBron James because he has a nightmare to play against. Like, when he comes to, like, a dude moving that, he's like a gazelle and a tank all in one. And what's he going to do against him? Especially when he got a jumper. And I was like, oh, he got a jumper. That extends his career about five years. Like, like, it's like, what you going to do against this guy? And then also at the same time, he makes his teammates better. Like, you got a bunch of scrubs that all of a sudden will be like second – you know, like, like they look like they're almost all stars because LeBron knows how to feed them. Yeah, like, knows how to. Could get you them imagine the ball. taking a charge from LeBron James? No, I would not like to do that. Like, I, would, I don't want to put any part of me in front of him. I just like, move out the way. You play like, shitty defense, Atoya. No, that was effective life uh, skills you saw there. I was protecting myself. You see people get in front of Giannis or Joel Embiid, and I'm like, why? What, what do you just want? let them have it. They're going to yeah. get it. Yeah. Just yeah. let them have it. They are, they are going to get it. And it's you, my job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 dog. You got to walk one day. You got to yeah. be able to take care of that. But it's, it's interesting. There will be a fall off in interest because I look at it like this. Big boxing dude. Love watching boxing. Uh, you know, thankfully, you still have Manny Pacquiao around, you know, even though he's He's uh, he's uh, he's he busy is, being a senator, writing busy, music. Be, he is, but he also just beat Keith Thurman and won, you know, a legitimate world that title. One, that one snuck up on me. I had I had no idea it was coming, and then it happened, and I'm like, oh damn! I never yeah. bet against Pacquiao to win a fight that he can win when he because that guy is a fighter. He's been doing it since he was a preteen to make money for his family. That's what he does. That's what he knows, and he's still pretty quick. He's a big um, old dummy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> his people people. There are guys at 25 who aren't who don't move as well. At, as he does at 40. So thankfully you still have a Manny Pacquiao, but you know, I think once, once the, once Roy got old, you know, and all of a sudden people found out that when you hit him, he goes down. Once Roy Jones Jr. Fell off the equation, like it, I've been looking for another like boxing dude. Yeah. You know, I've been actively like, please give me one, give me one, give me one. And there are moments where even myself as a fan, I wane 
And it's like there were a couple of years where I knew of things going on, but I wasn't interested in things going on because realistically Roy was gone. And then Bernard kept winning. Bernard Hopkins kept winning. So I was into that because he was the old man who kept on. Yeah, the, guys. The, the Hopkins story is yeah. insane. And that, then like, Hopkins it just kept up. happening. He just kept happy. He just kept winning because he was just so good at what he did. And then he goes away. And then you, you still have Manny. Yo, when Manny goes, it's, you're going to be hard up because you got a lot of good fighters. You got a lot of good guys like Errol Spence Jr. You've got, you still have Keith Thurman. You've got Sean Porter. You've got uh, um, uh, Terrence Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got Deontay Wilder at heavyweight, Andy Ruiz at heavyweight, Tyson Fury at heavyweight, uh, motherfucking Anthony Joshua at heavyweight. Tyson Fury does yeah. not feel like a real name. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You have Canelo Alvarez. You have Sergey Kovalev. All these names that probably none of y'all. They know all sound you know. terrifying. They all know. sound terrifying, but there's no one. There's no one. There's not one name there that I said that was like aside from Pacquiao that was like, oh, I know that. I know that name. Immediately. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm well of, out of boxing at this you point. You have to yeah. be into yeah. it, and ba- like basketball is gonna have that same issue, not to the same degree because yeah, basketball's I, far more well, popular, I, but. I want to talk to you about Wayne, Wayne fan because you brought up like your waning fandom for like boxing because like I experienced that bef- like pre-processed Sixers a yeah. little bit yeah like it was crazy how like they were like a middle of the road team yes they were for like like eight seed maybe if they're lucky but yeah. like never you know more oh, than like those, 41 those pre-pro- wins pre-processed playoff years were like the most frustrating it was, it was yeah. interesting yeah because i remember like, y'all had evan turner went to ohio state and y'all snuck into like the eastern conference semifinals out of nowhere that was, it yeah because yeah, cr- it was the year Derek rose got yeah. hurt yeah yep. it was it was it was my first year here and i remember being like there was nothing spectacular about that team at all no and like, it was just it was like they would just it was just like uh, it was it was a dogfight type of it wasn't even, but it wasn't like an interesting dogfight it was like laborious like spencer hawes dogfight everything <laughs> yeah. every game felt long everything felt real and I, I, there's no one like interesting to watch like thaddeus young i guess yeah. was my favorite player yeah. i can't believe he's still playing that feels so long ago that he was here and it yeah. really wasn't he's not he's not old no. but it just feels like ages ago that but he was here that's because there have been so many people in and out of the sixers roster like that one year where they had like 10 wins i think they had like 70 people oh probably they, they kept uh, calling yeah. up the worst yeah. of the worst yeah it was interesting because you could go it was the funnest thing ever was going to a Sixers game because it was the cheapest game. Oh, I loved town. it. I would buy like rows of seats for ten bucks and just bring all my friends. Yeah, you it bring was all your it friends was my favorite. And you, and you wouldn't even really watch the game. It was just hang out. You yeah, just hang out. And of course, the Sixers would get destroyed, but it wasn't even the point. Yeah, but, that was never but, part of it. But, yeah. but it was a weighing fandom in that you weren't actively engaged. It was a social environment. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like it was almost going to the Sixers game was like going to the club. Like, they got a dope halftime show. You do whatever. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk shit. We'll watch a little bit of it. We'll talk amongst ourselves, have this little moment. But realistically, you knew they were bad. You knew there was nothing to sort of get emotionally invested in. No, but you knew that you knew it was coming, though. Yes. You, like, yeah. during during the process, you knew that, like, the good shit was coming. Yep. And that was enough to actually kind of, like, Keep hook you in. Because you, yes. you were like, like oh, okay, like, we got Joel Embiid. He could play at any – he's not going to play for a while, but he could play at any moment. Like, you just, like – it's all this like anticipation. Mm-hmm. All well, of the years off that all these players have had to take has been so frustrating. Sure, because you're like, we're here, we're here, we got it. Oh, never mind, next year. Yeah, well, next yeah, year. When ben, oh. yeah, when Simmons had to take yeah. off the whole year, and, and you know what the funny thing about it is, the city of Philadelphia was like, let him take the year off. Yeah, we, we're close. It, yeah, yeah Fultz doing the same thing. Everyone's yeah. just like, fine, we'll do another fine, one. We'll, we'll yeah. do another one. Yeah. It's cool. We can manage. Yeah, Zaire. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like that, yeah, that, whatever. Zaire Smith had a sesame allergy, and we're like, just. 
Get yeah, better. Just, just chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Get better. How you feeling today, Zaire? It was like, it wasn't like, get on the court, you fucking bum. It's like, listen, we real close right now. Because it, it, to me, it's like the sports fan. Sixers fans are the most, like the real Sixers fans yeah. that aren't like the WIP, like yeah. calling in, yeah. like, fuck you, Howard Eskin. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like the the real Sixers fans are so supportive and they're like, no, we even like they traded Markel Fultz with like the weird like shoulder thing. And they're like, we want to see you get better someday. No no one's going to be mad if he lights it up in Orlando. You're just going to be like, oh, man, he did it. Good for him. It's like he got he got over that thing. It's it's chasing it's chasing the orgasm because the thing about it is when you when you. You want to come like everybody wants to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the big payoff with sports and being a dedicated sports fan is that that payoff feels like a release of some kind. So, for instance, when Cleveland won, when they beat the, the 76ers, or I'm sorry, not the 76ers, I apologize, the Golden State Warriors, it was this weird thing because I, I ran to – it was it – was, that, that game seven was tied in the fourth quarter for a while. And yeah. I was so frustrated I could not watch anymore. I was going insane. I ran to Fergie's. Did a set real quick, came back to my place, and it was still tied. <laughs> so I, I, I am, I am anxious. I, I went to Fergie's and talked about the game and talked about how frustrated I was. That's all I could do. I was so frustrated because I'm from Ohio. We've never won anything so long as I've been alive. This is our moment, and but it's such an Ohio thing that this get taken from us. Yeah. Like it, it's such. It, it, we, why would we win this? And then I remember going back, and it was still tied, and I like literally just did not know what to do with myself. I, I, I was because this is pro sports. I mean, in college, we win all the time in football and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, We're always yeah, in the yeah, mix, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not the same. <laughs> well, it's not the same because you're exploiting children. So it's like, but but like I was just, and then we we won. There was this release that came over me so what was your was it a quiet moment first it was quiet where, where it's just like it was it was quiet oh my god this is real because i you literally i was silent and they were like they like the cleveland cavalier and they didn't go and i was i was just we won yeah oh shit I oh shit oh shit yeah. we won. and i'm like yelling and this is like at midnight and i'm just yelling <laughs> at the top of my lungs and i'm like they fucking did it. They fucking did it. They, and then you get emotional. And then all of a sudden, yeah. my eyes start to water. It's this a crazy release because you come from that place where that is a part of the community. It's a thing that you all do together. You all sit around. You all watch. And even if you're, you're, you're going through the highs and the lows and the ups and the downs and everything, and it's like, fuck, they actually got it. Yeah. You I remember like, watching all the like Eagles Super Bowl like home videos people took and were posting. And like all of them had that moment. And like that was the weird part. like. I couldn't remember how I reacted. I just remember that I did. Oh, but then you see I, it, and you're I, like, I did that. Oh, That's he, the same thing. He, he, I, I remember exactly running out onto Broad Street the second yeah. I found out, and I was like, oh, there are already thousands of people yep. here. I remember. No, I remember doing the same thing. I was like, I was watching, and I remember being like, I was happy, but I was more happy for the city of Philadelphia. I was so happy for y'all because in that moment, I remember running out to Broad Street, and I'm like, oh, everyone already here, though. So that yeah. was cool, but but it was it was this moment which I've never seen in my entire life anywhere. A moment where I saw thousands of people take over the city and it's joy. Oh yeah. I, I was out for the uh the two thousand eight World Series. Yeah. And like I I didn't go to the game, but I was just tailgating and watching it on the side of some dude's trailer and the the game ended, whatever, it's out. And everyone's just like real quiet for a second, and then like within minutes there was just a bonfire, yeah. And like everyone just like dancing around, it's so happy. Then it started like growing towards this car, yeah. and everyone was like, 
hold on and they went over yeah. and everyone just picked up the car and yeah. moved it away from the fire <laughs> yeah. and then went back to doing what it they were back, doing yeah. like this is so wonderful yeah. <laughs> i love the guy who came back and was like where the hell's yeah. oh, oh there yeah. is my car it, it literally is come to the charred <laughs> remains and you're like is this my car, my car? <laughs> well because sustained happiness in a, in, a, in a metropolis is next to impossible yeah right? for everyone for to be everyone. on the same page in that moment where there was all this joy where i'm seeing i'm seeing I am seeing black people. I'm seeing white people. I'm seeing Latin people. I, I am seeing, uh, you know, men, women, non-binary, trans people. Everyone sort of partaking in this weird moment of like, pandemonium. That's that's the weird thing because, like, I know tons of people who have no interest in sports. Yeah. But you want to be part of that moment. Yeah, but it was, like, it was it was joy. I actually got to see this city happy. Yeah. And I, I remember I would uh, I you know so I meet up with Keen Cobb. And, you know, Keen, diehard Eagles dude, diehard Philly sports guy. And, you know, his his, pot, his father passed when he was very young, but his father got him into that. And it was one of those things, oh, this means so much. Yeah. And I, yeah. I've heard – I've talked to so many people. I wish my father, my grandfather, my grandmother could have seen this because when they used to sit me down on their lap and we used to watch this and it was the thing that you used to do. And it makes total sense. And I remember going to the, the going to a bar with Keen and it was all this joy. Everybody's just buying shots and doing the thing and people are coming up to you and they're like, we did it. We fucking did it. And it's just happiness for the moment. People are hugging each other. All this other stuff, and I'm like, this is beautiful. I don't even have like, I, I, I was even just so happy and so privileged to have just seen it. Yeah. It was, it was, it was something I have never seen before, and in all likelihood, I'll probably never see again in my lifetime. The act of just a whole city in a moment of pure ecstasy. Yeah. And, 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 like, even if it happens again, it'll be acting. It'll yes. be this is how we did it last time. We're doing it again. Yeah. Like, but like that first time, it's just like. We don't know what to do, but we're all just going to be happy. Yeah, like. that's all you can do. That's the only that's the only thing to do in those moments because realistically, for all the pain and the heartache that sports gives people, it also should it should it should in some cases give you a bit of happiness. Unless you're a Cleveland Browns fan, then you're never allowed to be happy. I don't know why you do that to yourself. Please I be don't better know. people. This year looks good. <laughs> I mean, listen, hey, it's hey, a, a bad division. They're an okay team. Hey, I, hey, look, I'm from there, so <laughs> I'll believe when I see it. All right, so. Uh, we do have to wrap up because Chai has to head out. Yeah, so yeah, guys, gotta go. Okay. So uh, we gonna do plugs. We can do yours first, and you can you can slip out. What do you What do you, what do you got coming up? What, what is it dropping? Uh, right away this oh, week. Yeah. Uh, so this week, uh, Wednesday, I'm headlining a Punchline. Okay. Uh, awesome. And then Thursday, I'm hosting at Helium, and then Friday, I'm at Atlantic City Comedy Club. So I'm in the yeah Philly, Atlantic City area, all three. Chimbrero.com for those dates. Saturday, you have Comedy Game Day live. That's right. That's Saturday. right. That's, That's my right. show. <laughs> Uh, for me, you know what I'm saying, what your boy does, um, I'll probably be somewhere at Philly or Atlantic City Comedy Club this weekend. I'll give details on that. You can follow me on social media at Twitter, at Satoyo1, at Instagram, at Satoyo1. That's S-E-T-O-I-Y-O-1. Also, on Thursday, I will be a part of the benefit show for the late, great Michael Brooks at oh, yeah. Punchline Philly. Um, if you guys have the opportunity, please come out to the show. All proceeds, all money that is made goes to Michael Brooks's family during this uh, tough time for them. Also, please, if you could do me a big favor, Michael Brooks was a great, great person. He was an amazing comedian in his own right. You can download his album, buy his album, watch this. It's available on Amazon. It's available on Spotify. Please watch it, listen to it, get to take in the goodness and the joy of Mike Brooks. Thank you. I think you just stole on a dance plug. To to add to that, (laughs) I'm not going to, just to add to that, um, wastedrobotrecords.com slash watch this. Yes. 
Everything is linked there if you want to download it, you want to buy it, you want to stream it. The physical copy link is there. Everything is there at that link if you want to buy it. Um, we send stuff out monthly. That's just kind of how it works for us because that's when the money comes in and we can send it back out once we have it. So that stuff should be going out at the end of this week. So if you want to get it in now and get it right away, and the people who have already bought it, thank you. And yeah, we'll have it out soon. Anyway, what do you have? <laughs> uh, I... I'm on, on uh, Jared Keith's show at New Wave Cafe in South Philly this week on Wednesday. It's a free show, fun lineup. Um, probably have other dates coming up, too. You can find those on my Instagram, at Eddie Finstagram. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Eddie J. Finn. All right, and then the rest of mine, you can find my website, uh, dannygets.com. You can ask me to do logos and flyers and that stuff. I do them, and it's fun, and I like to do it, so ask me to do it, please. Um, uh, Wasted Robot Records you can find WastedRobotRecords.com Che's album is coming out in probably two months month yeah. or two it's all coming together so uh, that's a fire album as well you're gonna wanna watch that's that right. you were there yeah. that too. I was yeah. there for that yeah, yeah. yeah it's, fire it is so good and like we're, we're going through like the track breakdowns and stuff like that now and so I just keep listening to it and like it's just so good. It's fun. <laughs> it was a very fun. Yeah, it, it's. I'm. I'm really looking forward to like the rest of the people getting to hear that because that that night was awesome. Um, uh, Danny underscore gets on Twitter and Instagram and uh, turnover the turnover pod on Twitter and Instagram for all the show related stuff. Yeah, and that's and it. And you know, just like listen, subscribe, all that fun shit. Yeah, it should be up on all platforms by the time this comes out. Yeah, if not, it'll be just a day or two. So. Keep on the lookout if you don't have it where you get them. It'll be there soon. Yeah. And put some respect on LeBron James' goddamn name. <laughs> That's How right. About that? that was a very good plug to end on. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.